It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program. We are broadcasting live on this uh, Saturday before Easter, in case you were wondering if we did a uh, taped show. No, we don't. We, we, uh, if we've been here, we've been here live just about all the time, right? I don't, Christmas, right? I don't, Christmas, I don't, Christmas I don't, maybe we weren't? Yeah, I think that's yeah, the only yeah. one we missed. Christmas or New yeah. Year's or something like that, yeah. So, so I mean, it, it, it being Saturday versus Easter Sunday, so we said, yeah, let's go for yeah. it. Let's go for it, yeah. yeah let's yeah, do it, so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm not coloring eggs, so, you know. No, and, but, and, and and I have difficulty with that at my age. So yeah, yeah, you know, and I wonder whether our guest Mark Trosel, he is the head of Ram Truck and Mopar Design, and uh, there's a contest that the Stellantis Corporation uh, is running called Drive for Design. I wonder if Mark is good with with coloring Easter eggs. Mark, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor Program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So, are you good with coloring Easter eggs? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I think it's part of my, uh, my car designer, uh, uh, makeup is that, um, I'm kind of, uh, a fanatic about trying to make the coolest egg and, you know, have the right craftsmanship. <laughs> I, well, I just sort of assume, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's something, something that I think designers, you know, whether they're, um, when they look at design, whether they uh, take influence from you know other things they see, and uh, or or it all comes from within. I, I, I'm I'm always amazed whenever I talk to designers that all of a sudden they see a color and that you know that color might be on a pair of you know running shoes or something. They're like you know that would look good as an accent here or there. And I'm I'm always amazed at that. Or um, uh, I remember talking to a designer once who who used to walk through the appliance department at Target to see what the trendy colors were sometimes and and try to try to blend those into car design i'm always amazed about that but one of one of the reasons that you're on the program today is there is a program that has been running for about 10 years now called drive for design and it's uh, really to encourage high school kids to get into um design and help them get into design school can you tell us a little bit about that yeah, absolutely, and and you're right. Ten years, it's it's gone by quick, and and it's a contest that I actually had won in high school, and it and it really kicked off my career and and in automotive design. And you know, one of the things that I think people think of when they think of car design or automotive design is engineering and the field of industrial design or the the creative, the styling side is what I do and what this contest is really wrapped around and it's to 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 reach those high school students that maybe you know don't have the the i'll say the math you know the high math skills that are required in engineering but have an artistic side and they have a passion for the automobile uh and and make them aware of the field of of car design and, and it's more than just the exterior of the car right it's the interior it's the the human interface with you know you look at technology it goes into you know the uh, center stack or the contr- you know controls of a inside of a vehicle these days. That's all done by a designer. 
And what's interesting about that too is you you mentioned the the interior components and and how that has to interact with the driver or passenger and how it all has to work together and and over the years that's changed somewhat you know we went from you know all kinds of buttons way too many buttons at one point to way too much touchscreen and not enough buttons and then we're kind of melding the two together now and but you still need to make it both functional and look good at the same time absolutely there's a intuitive quality that um certainly we want to have in there and then that that yeah the aesthetic side of it and you know form and function really do have to go hand in hand on the interior and like you say uh, you know maybe sometimes there's things that go too far with moving removing the buttons of an interior um and it's finding that sweet spot you know you think about how people interact with their smartphones and you know everything is right there with you know just maybe one or two buttons on the side of a phone so how do we how do we find that that balance on the on a vehicle as well it's very intriguing for us too especially when you're traveling at nearly you know 90 feet a second at 60 miles an hour you have to be able to balance that safety component at the same time right 100 percent, absolutely yeah. yeah so um when i was a kid a long long time ago i guess you know our high school books you know we we were responsible for the conditions so you'd go home and you'd you know make book covers out of i don't know you know paper shopping bags and and you know it was uh and a lot of them at the end of the term had cars drawn on them and you know mine were always awful but you know there was some kids that i went to school with and you look at some of this design do you ever see just kind of random you know high high school kids that have just all of a sudden, they're just kind of sketching away, and you go, well, you know, this kid's got some talent. Yes, and and that's what you know. That's what I love about this contest is is that it allows us to actually um, visit uh, more virtually these days than in person. But um, hopefully, we get back to that and and be able to interact and see the you know, like you say, there's sometimes the students you know have this ability, but they don't know how good they are, <laughs> and and. That's what, you know, I love to be able to see, you know, artwork and, and encourage people to, you know, continue their passion and continue to to hone that craft. And there's some amazing design schools in our in this country as well that can, you know, take them to the next level. When you look back at when you won the contest and you looked at your winning design, um, how does it measure up today? You know, it's, it's a good question. It's uh, the technology that's used, you know, a lot of uh, students today use, you know, Photoshop and, you know, the electronic tools, if you will, that, yep. that emulate, you know, marker and pencil. Mine was uh, certainly of the, the marker and, and pencil era. Uh, and, it, and I'm glad I don't have to compete with some of these students these days. Uh, you know, just the talent level out there. Um, I think the exposure that, you know, people get from, you know, different uh, publications in, in the Internet um, just has, really continues to raise the bar of our, our young people. Yeah, it's, you know, I've, I've seen some pretty fantastic designs from, from kids that in some of the previous uh, contests that you've run, including some, you know, you know sort of charger-based pickup trucks and, you know, some really, some really interesting ideas that you kind of look at it and scratch your head and go, you know that's that's a possibility that that could be something that could work, and then you see some of the over the top 
um, you know, ideas that you, you look at and you go, well, you know, there's there's some there's some interesting, you know, parts of that, but some of them some of them get pretty detailed and as far as is you know in their in their sketch and it looks like it looks like with a little bit of work, you know, that could be that could be a a, a usable design. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what we, we love to see that. We love to see that you know, do they understand what the brand is? Um for example, this year um the the, the premise for, for our competition is to design the future a future Chrysler brand vehicle. And so, you know, I, I love to see, do they look at where Chrysler has been in the past? Where are we now? And how do you mold those two together and create a, an image or, a, you know, a design that that has a, a, has that reach to it? So we, we're always really excited. And we love to, to switch it up different brands every year just to be able to see, like you say, the, the different creativity that goes into those. Yeah, and, and when you said that, it's you know it's funny how your your mind triggers certain things. And when you said you know future Chrysler uh, design, and immediately I went back to like the the mid fifties uh, Chrysler letter cars. You know, I said you know yeah. there's 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 something to me that had a you know had a really um, you know it was kind of. Well, it was a real in-your-face sort of design. It was it was out there, and it was like you know this is this is this is a car. This is this is a car that you know uh, you know earns respect when it's on the road just by just by the by the look and the design of it. But I'm sure I'm sure high school kids might look at a car from you know maybe maybe they go back that far. Maybe they go back further to some of the some of the uh, um, aerospace design. You know. Uh, airplane design vehicles or maybe maybe to them uh you know something something old is a first generation uh chrysler 300c from you know not that many years ago yeah no and and that's a, i think that's a really good point about you know automotive design and, and the fact that you know the the letter cars had that big of an impact i i always like to to say that you, you know i want to design a vehicle that when our customers get out of it and walk away they want to look back at it and, and, you know, there's a, there's a certain, uh, you know, aesthetic and proportion that, you know, have to go into making it not just an appliance, right? You want to have that style. You want to have that, that image and something that, that, that really, you know, moves people. And I think that those cars did. And that's what we're looking for in this competition is how does, you know, how does a, a high school student, you know, predict the future and, you know, what, what does it look like to them? That's what's exciting. Yeah, and it and you know, as you said that it doesn't have to be, you know, super luxurious. I remember when the when the neon came out and I had one in my driveway and I I think that got as much attention as a Viper in my driveway. Yeah. Yeah, and right because it it, it had identity to it, right? It the, the front end of it, even the the side proportion of it was was unique to other vehicles on the road and uh it's it seems like it would be an easy thing to do, but but it is a difficult thing to do for a car designer when, you know, the the the, the vehicle package of you know the people package um, you is pretty established for it, and then you know regulations really dictate a lot of things as well. So how do you how do you put the wrapper over top of it to to give it a unique look? It's uh, it's a challenge. Yeah, and and the other part of design that, and I don't pretend to know a whole lot about it, but um, there's sort of timeless design something that you'll look at 
you know, you look at some cars from the 90s and they kind of look like they got stuck in the 90s and, you know, a certain, you know, kind of, you know, Miami Vice sort of look kind of thing to, um, you know, to some other cars and, you, you know, maybe even something like the original Volkswagen Beetle. You still look at that today from, from the 60s and you go, you know, that design still works. And it, um, and it, it must be hard to balance, you know, trying to have a, you know, a car that does, the design is going to stay kind of current for a really long time or stay sort of timeless to not fall into the trap of being trendy. Yeah, it, and, and you just said it, trendy is the word, right? A lot of, you know, how do you create a design that um, isn't so polarizing that it, that it, that it's a, a you know a short-lived uh, aesthetic to it, and, and it is a very difficult thing to do. And you know, I think that um, I think there's a few vehicles, you know, ours and you know, Jeep Wrangler is probably one that is timeless. You know, if you look at Absolutely. the original original Jeep, it still has that DNA in it. And and it, um, Porsche Porsche 911 is probably another one that um, has you know has that that history to it that's that's more timeless. And you know, those vehicles. You put them side by side, and they're vastly different. Yet the basic uh, shape, vocabulary, and proportion is is very similar. Yeah, an Alpha Grill is always going to be an Alpha Grill. It's going to look. You're going to know what it is when you look at it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's those certain identifiers that, to those strong brands that I think as designers need to protect those to to keep the purity of uh, of those vehicles. Well, I think we've given a lot of hints out to maybe how to make great design how do high school kids um enter into the program what do they need to do what's the what's the work involved sure um so uh entries uh are due may 13th and and the best way to find out about the competition is stellantis drive for design.com and we actually have uh uh, some examples of work that uh, that we do at uh, at Stellantis and within our design studios, as well as previous winners' artwork, uh, and then all the details about how to uh, send their their work in. And the prizes are pretty spectacular. We're we're giving away the top three uh, winners will get a four week scholarship at the College for Creative Studies in Detroit, which is a, a very very good automotive design school. Uh, and we're we're actually going to be having a virtual design day with both myself and Ralph Gilles, who is the global head of design for Stellantis. So lots of good interaction uh, with the with the winners as well. And I was looking at uh, just uh, two things. People only have twenty seven days, thirteen hours, forty four minutes, and about thirteen seconds left uh, to <laughs> to enter in to enter into the contest. And um, you know, and I'm. I'm kind of looking at some of the design and and there is there is some um there is some really interesting certainly some really interesting design in here and some of the past winners um you know, pretty pretty neat looking stuff certainly yeah the the creativity that goes into it, i'm always amazed at how you know they they do understand uh the proportion of a vehicle whether it's a pickup truck or uh you know a, a srt uh, product, it, it's they they get that uh, that emotional quality of the brand that we're looking for, and it um, I think it says a lot about the you know the the, the designer, the winners that um, really have a passion for it, and it comes through in their artwork. 
Yeah, and, and I was just reading the kind of project brief, and it says, like you pointed, envision a future Chrysler product for the next generation of electrified vehicles and mobility solutions. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it does that mean it could be a Chrysler bicycle? Uh, absolutely, and, and that's what that's what I love about this competition is that I would like to see what does a young person. What what do they envision the future of it being? And and if it if they don't see it that it's a four wheeled you know uh, vehicle, show me what um, show me what you want to see because uh, I think that's you know part of uh, the the future is you know looking at, at other ways of transportation. Yeah, I, and you know for you know for young people, I mean, there's certainly. Uh, I was in I was in a vocational school not that long ago, and uh, the tenth grade kids were all about internal combustion. But on the other hand, uh, you know some of the other kids really had an interest in you know what's going on with electric cars. And uh, one of their one of their uh, um, senior classmates was actually putting together a, um, a sort of their own version of an electric vehicle. Um, I don't. I, I kind of started coming together, and I'm like, I'm not sure if this is ever really going to go anywhere. But on the other hand, the idea that they thought it, it could be personalized electric vehicle travel that is a little bit more comfortable than a bicycle, but certainly more maneuverable and easier to get around and much more affordable than typical cars. So the idea that kids are thinking that way is pretty amazing. It is. It really is. And, you know, even as a professional you know, car designer uh, at a major company. We we um, we're thinking the same ways. You know, what are what are things that we? How have we? How can we look at this differently? And um, how can we create solutions that uh, maybe have not been thought of in the past? Yeah, and and that really is the the idea of you know trying to come up with something that isn't traditional and hasn't been thought of. I I think can be you know that's probably that's probably harder than the actual design, right? It is. It is yeah. because you know, yeah. There, there's so many. Uh, for, for one, you know, paradigms of of people. How do you get past that? And and how do you you know create a solution that um, uh, you know, still does the, the the needs that a vehicle does, but do it in a way that uh, hasn't been seen before. Right. And and uh, and then be able to kind of meet everything, all the uh, emissions and safety and all those requirements and. Uh, it's it's not just as easy as okay we need to put four seats in a box and put four wheels on it or three or six or whatever ever the case is or you know maybe these kids are going to envision a car that hovers who knows yeah yeah absolutely and uh, I always like to encourage the, the more creative the more creativity they can put into it um, the, the, the the better chance they will have winning the competition and again it's StellantisDriveForDesign.com is how people can find out more information about this and they can see the uh the past winners uh uh I was I was looking at the you know first second and third place winners uh they can find out about the prizes it looks like a pretty easy easy way to uh enter in your uh enter in your information so it should be pretty easy for everybody if they have a design to to enter in and somebody has to win and it you know they Somebody has to win, so it's always it's always good to be able to see that you know the idea that you know the future is the future is these high school kids and they're going to be they're going to be designing something they're going to be designing cars they're going to be designing motorcycles they're going to be designing you know toasters and 
you know, and, and, and furniture. So, um, you know, encourage them as much as you can, right? Absolutely. Industrial design, you know, it, it affects every type of product that we use and, uh, certainly automotive design is a piece of that. And to your point, we've, we actually have had, uh, multiple previous winners um, in through our design studios as summer interns and we actually have uh, a gentleman who won the competition when he was in high school and went through college and we hired him and he's now a now a functioning designer for us so it's it's a pretty neat program that uh, lets us build good relationships with uh, with these future car designers as well it's, it sounds fantastic hey mark i want to thank you for taking a little time out of your saturday and joining us on the car doctor program and uh and good luck designing those easter eggs oh thank you thank you my my pleasure it's great talking to you all right take care bye-bye now that was mark trosel he is the uh, head of design uh for uh you know he's got a lot of stuff going on but he he uh he you know interesting guy and the idea that um you know this contest is for kids and uh you know i i've never been involved with something like this but i was involved with what was the um the plymouth troubleshoot contest which later became the chrysler troubleshoot contest which later became the ford auto skills contest uh but the idea of seeing some of those high school kids that competed in those programs that I ran and ended up either going to work at car dealerships, running car dealerships, um, teaching at vocational schools. Uh, one of the, one of the students that won one of the contests actually, uh, went out to a college based on the scholarship that they won. They came back. They worked in the field for about a year and then they ended up teaching at, teaching at the school that they went to, high, went to high school with. So pretty, pretty, good opportunities here for kids and the idea that you're going to be able to work um and have a have a uh a scholarship for a design school like this and maybe really trigger your your kind of internal fire to to do industrial design is pretty amazing hey we need to take a break pay some bills my name is john paul this is the car doctor program you're listening on north shore 1049 our phone number is 800 370 1049-800-370-1049. We'll be right back. After spending 35 years helping people transition from their working years to their retirement years, I've learned that most people's definition of retirement has changed. For them, it's about staying active with their hobbies, traveling, exercising, or spending time with family. What they want is the confidence to know their finances will support this lifestyle for the rest of their life. This is Richard Chella, managing partner at Ipswich Bay Advisors in Danvers. We call this financial freedom. The ability to do the things you enjoy doing while living the lifestyle you prefer and having the freedom to do that without concern for money. 
We help our clients turn their goals into solid financial plans to prepare for what life may bring and optimize the value of their investments with strategies to reduce or eliminate income taxes. Because the less you pay in taxes, the longer your money will last. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you pursue financial freedom, call us at 978-777-6554 or visit us at IpswichBayAdvisors.com. Security and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. Hello? Hi, Grampy. You're still picking me up from baseball tonight in the new Nissan Rogue, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Is it serious? Well, right now you can lease a new 2021 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive with just $29.95 cash or trade down plus the normally startup cost for 18 months for only $1.99 a month during the spring sales event. I think that's impressive. I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just want her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. Hey, how's that for making it easy? AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Let's go, boys. Ashley, how's your son enjoying baseball? Oh, he's loving it, Robin. Hey, are you still working for Appleby and Wyman Insurance? Yes, why? I'm worried about my liability insurance. My son just invited the whole team over to play on our trampoline and swim in our pool. I'd be happy to check that out for you. At Appleby and Wyman, we offer an affordable umbrella policy for extra coverage. I'd love to grab a coffee and talk more about a new umbrella policy. It's a date. Great job, boys. Let the Appleby and Wyman family get the best coverage for your family. Visit applebywyman.com. Tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. for Caring Voice. I'm Joanne McInnes with Aberdeen Home Care. We're going to bring you valuable information about elder care and the elder in your life. Tune in Sunday morning at 7.30, Caring Voice. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. If you want to join us, 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049 is our phone number. And uh, our buddy Frank in Medford, still, he's still having car problems. Frank, good morning. Morning, John Paul. Yeah, I, uh, I changed out the ignition switch on the 2008 Ford Vian there, the E150. Yeah. And uh, I thought that would cure the problem with the gauges and stuff shutting off there and... Um, it's the wife's vehicle, and so she took it the next uh, day and told me that it's still shutting off. The gauges are still a couple of times it shut off while she was driving. And and it's, but it's it still runs, right? It's still, it's just oh, yeah, all of a sudden the gauges. Everything's running except yeah. you don't have an odometer or, yeah. or any of the gauges. Yeah. They all hmm. shut down. Yeah, because so, that, was, that, was that was a pretty common issue with... Um, with uh a lot of ford products and you could actually if you started it up you could actually rock the key just a little bit like just take your hand and just easily rock the key back and forth a little bit and all of a sudden you see the gauges go down to nothing because it would lose the power to the to the um to the gauge cluster so yeah i don't know if uh, you you know i was 
wondering if it's anything to do with the tilt steering wheel because when she drives it, she throws the tilt wheel down. And then really? when I have to give him it to put it away it, in the night, uh, I have to put the wheel up so it gets moved up and down like four times a day. Well, or I mean, there certainly could be a broken wire in there somewhere. Um, That's why I didn't know. And, if it, and that would be, and you know, without taking the steering column apart, you might be able to get to the bottom of the steering column and you, you, where that cluster of wires is and just sort of slide it up and down a little bit and see if the gauges all of a sudden do something weird. Yeah. Um, and I, and, Ford, and, uh, Ford, Ford actually calls it a shake and wiggle test. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, you know, when when uh, when Ford wiring harnesses have a problem, it it always says uh, it always says use the use the uh, wiggle test to try to figure out figure out where the problem is. So it, it um, so that's a low you know, tech. Or a <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a low tech. It's a low tech version of uh, <laughs> of of a of a way to find a problem, and it and it sort of isn't a bad way to do it because. Um, you know, it's just it's um, you know you just look at it and say, okay, it's it's uh, we know this happens all the time, so let's try to do it. And, I, and I've found like things like power door locks that quit working. Um, usually, it's a driver's door, and if you hold the if you hold the door lock button and you open and close the driver's door really slow, all of a sudden the door lock will pop open because the wire is broken in that cluster somewhere. So. Um, now it couldn't be a fuse issue or a relay or anything. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a fuse because it would be um, constant. Yeah, it'd be constant. Either the fuse is it's either going to work or it isn't going to work. So it'd be odd that it would be that. I mean, the other possibility, of course, is the gauge cluster itself is just bad, and uh, uh, when it when it goes when it goes out, does the radio still work? You know, I don't know. I never even checked. Yeah. Um, if it, if the, it. I want to say, yeah. I, if I had to guess, I'd say it probably still works. Yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe I would have noticed it if it did went out. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, if it did, if it did go out, you know, that could, you know, that could be it. Um, you know, it's possible that just the gauge cluster's got a bad, you know, sorted circuit in it somewhere and, it's just once it gets once it gets hot, um, it just quits working, and uh, you know if that's the case, it's uh, you could you can get a rebuilt um, gauge cluster for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Now, because uh, when I had first when I changed the switch, yeah. she started it. She said that they, it didn't come on right away, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, it's on." You know what I mean? Because I never yeah. I just threw the switch in there and let it you know. Take off with the convenience. Yeah. And, uh, sure enough, when she started it immediately the first time, the gauges yeah. didn't work and then they came right on. You know, yeah. she goes, oh, they're not on. Oh, yeah, they're on. So then I said, oh, maybe that was just, you know, throwing the switch in or yeah. whatever there. Yeah. And then she drove off and then she came back and said, oh, yeah, yeah it shut off twice while I was driving. So Yeah, because so, there's companies out there that rebuild these gauge clusters. And like I said, they're, they're like a couple hundred bucks to do it. They'll They'll go through it. You know, you take it out. Send it to them. They'll go through it, um, and uh, you know, get it back to you. You know, generally, you know, uh, you know, within a week or ten days, I guess, maybe even faster. I don't know. And uh, and you know, maybe it is just you know, maybe we're we're hoping it's something easy, like uh, you know, broken wire somewhere. But uh, 
but if you know if it needs a gauge cluster, it needs a gauge cluster in there. Um, I'm I'm kind of stalling right now because I I just tried to look it up, and uh, apparently it's common enough where there's companies out there that rebuild these things. I just found some company called Circuit Board Medics, and uh, and it says uh, here's what it says. It says this is a Ford. Uh, E-Series Instrument Cluster Repair Service for a 2008 model year. The Ford E-Service Instrument Cluster is also commonly referred to as the Instrument Panel Dash Cluster, Speedo, Speedo, Speedometer Gauge Cluster. Uh, several common issues that cause the gauges to fail or experience intermittent power issues. The most common are failed battery saver relay, interior dome lights intermittently drop out, intermittent power to all gauges, dim cluster due to faulty backlighting, or individual failure of gauges, speedometer, tachometer, oil pressure, and, ga and fuel gauge. So it sounds like all the symptoms your van has, and let's see, what's this guy, what's this company say? Uh, they reinstall the circuit board, let's see, $199.99. For, for a cluster. Yeah, yeah, they actually take yours, rebuild it, and put it back in, so. I mean, yeah. take, take you know, rebuild it and send it back to you. Um, you okay. It, yeah. yeah, so it says uh, uh, one business day turnaround, according to the ad. So. Wow, that's it. Yeah. But I'll give you the phone number. You got a pencil handy? Uh, I do. Go. 800-550-5555. Uh, yeah, 2049. Yeah, give him give him a call. With, you know, tell them what's going on with it, and uh, ask them. You know, ask them if they think if they think it sounds pretty pretty much like a uh, a bad cluster. And you know, and like I said, they you know they claim you can you know you you pull it out, send it to them with uh, with two hundred dollars, I guess, and uh, and they they turn it around in the same day and send it back to you. So wow, that's fast. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. You think that that would be cheaper than uh, with a state clock give me a pass for a ticket if a, the odometer wasn't reading? Uh, probably, yeah, because there's no uh, ignorance of law, you know, that whole thing, you know. <laughs> you know, so uh, as, much as, as, much as, uh, as much as you'd like to say, I didn't know I was doing 90. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> All right, John Paul. Okay. Shake All right. Okay, take care, Frank. Have yeah. a good Easter. Yep, bye-bye. If you have a question about your car, give us a call at 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049, and uh, you can, uh, you, you know, maybe maybe I have the answer. Maybe I have to cheat and look it up, you know, because, you know, I can't have all the answers, but I can have some of the answers. By the way, if, uh, you know, we're, we are partially brought to you by AAA, and I was just looking at the April featured job opportunities. This was... Uh, uh, updated about a week ago. Uh, they're looking for uh, sales representatives to work in the various offices in financial services in in and around the club in Massachusetts. They're looking for call center representatives in North Andover uh, for uh, generating outboard calls and uh, mailings to grow club membership. Driving school instructors, something I never, ever, ever wanted to do, but we're hiring driving driving school instructors throughout the territory, uh, including trainees, so you don't have to, you just have to have a clean driving record, and you'll be teaching drivers of tomorrow in a company vehicle. Uh, it's a two-hour road lesson. You, you, you get fully trained. Uh, insurance customer service representatives, um, 
in our insurance division. Uh, that's in Rhode Island, but there's a lot of work at home stuff too. And also insurance agents, uh, uh, agent trainees throughout Massachusetts, uh, and, um, effective immediately club referral bonus. So I guess if I referred a listener for an insurance agency job has been increased to a thousand dollars. Well, if you want to put my name on the application, that's okay too. Or you can put Biff's name on the application, either way. Hey, we need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening to North Shore 104.9. Our phone number, 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. wonderful to be able to finally get out and enjoy all this region has to offer. I'm Nancy Gardella, Executive Director of the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau. It's time to support our local tourism industry and love my local Massachusetts. Shop at amazing boutiques, visit museums, catch a show, spend a night at a beautiful Oceanside Resort. For more ideas, visit northofboston.org. Sponsored by the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Massachusetts Office of Travel and tourism. It's Zach Michaud here at Michaud Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers. Have you heard about the new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander? It's the hottest car Mitsubishi's ever made. All new redesign with the sharp new look. One of the safest SUVs on the road with the best all-wheel drive you can buy. Mitsubishi's been building cars for over 100 years and they hit a home run with the new Outlander. Coming today before we run out of inventory, check us out on MichaudMitsubishi.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-U-D Mitsubishi.com. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to sing it. We're singing words now. We'll even sing the business part. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Now that's a commercial you'll remember, even if you don't remember the bundle and save with Progressive part. We're singing that commercial. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the end of the jingle. A jingle about insurance. Join me, Joe Pianzerowski, this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for Breaking Bread on North Shore 104.9. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is the North Shore 1049 forecast. Serving the North Shore, the Merrimack Valley will have variable clouds and sun today. Clouds will tend to increase. It'll be breezy and mild in the 60s. Showers could arrive before dark. A period of rain tonight, maybe the rumble of thunder. It'll be in low 40s. The rain will end after midnight. Tomorrow for Easter Sunday, sun clouds in the morning. Clouds went out during the afternoon. It's windy. Could be scattered afternoon showers. Maybe a thunderstorm. There could be some hail. Temperatures fall once precipitation begins. Marathon Monday, sun and high clouds, 55 to 60. A cold rain or wet snow possible for Monday night and Tuesday. Please stay tuned. Forecast being brought to you by One Call Junk Call. One Call Junk Call removes it all. From household items, yard debris, construction debris, office and business debris, and more. Call 978-222-7052. Online at onecalljunkhall.com. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal.
And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems and maybe help you with some other car-related issues, whatever the case is. We always try to help. And uh, uh, let's go Let's go to our long-distance listener here. Let's talk to Graham in Billings, Montana. You know, the Internet's a wonderful thing where you can listen in Montana. Graham, good morning. Good morning, John. How are we? I I'm I think I'm I think I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing really well. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. It's Easter weekend. I am not going to complain. There you go. You taking the time for my call. Appreciate you calling in. What can we do for you? So, John, I've I'm in the market for a new rig. I have had a couple of trucks in my day, and I'm looking at a 2019 Ford F-150. My job takes me around the state, and as you know, Montana is a big one. And I've recently had a lot of rental cars with the 3.5 EcoBoost in it. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's, it's a fun engine to drive. Now, just because of my lifestyle, my wife and I, we've had trucks in the past, and that's what we're going to get. And there's one that came onto my radar. However, there's some red flags. And, you know, in this market, it's hard to find a good car at a good price. However, I wanted to bounce the details of this car off you and just kind of get some and and more or less an overview of the vehicle and your personal thoughts on it. And then let you know what I found and kind of, you know, where my concerns lie and if it's something I should back away from, or if I should proceed with caution, or if you think, Hey, it's been taken care of whatnot. So the vehicle I'm looking at is a 2019 Ford F-150 Lariat with the three, five eco boost four by four, more or less got all the bells and whistles. However, it has higher mileage on it got it right around 79,000 miles. Okay. So it's out of warranty for all of the, you know, the the factory warranty there. So it's, you know, I'm going to get it and it's going to be sold as is. So the first question I posed to you, John, is what's, what's your take on the Ford F-150s with the 3.5? They have been, they have been either remarkably good or remarkably bad. Um, there, there seems to be no in between. It's either there, um, the turbo seals leak in them and they start, and when you start up, they smoke. And sometimes, um, that, you know, that's kind of a dead giveaway. If you, if you let the car sit for a day and you go to start it up and you get a lot of blue smoke out of it, it's a indication some of the, it, uh, internally, the turbo seals are leaking. Um, uh, the, the engine, the engine is, remarkably powerful uh way better way more power than the than the five liter v8 that it more or less replaced um right it has it has seemingly been a a real solid engine with that kind of one exception that that um uh i've seen some i've seen some issues with some oil consumption but other than that uh, it's it's been it's been good that's and that's kind of my impression you know there's a you know, here in Montana, it's truck country, and I've had, you know, I had a 15 Chevy, 1500, and then I had a 17 Chevy, and then I've had a Dodge, all new, newer trims. So, you know, the big thing for me is I've more or less had new vehicles because of my previous job, but now roles have changed, and I'm taking rental cars, but I still like the lifestyle of the truck. Higher mileage doesn't scare me. I think if it's a, it has a good track record, which, you know, I've been doing my homework uh and it, it it just you know it concerns me because on the you know more or less Carfax report on it, two things came up, and I believe they're both recall. But again, the reason I'm talking to you is I want to get your two cents. 
the cam phasers and an un- engine shutter were two things that popped up. Now, I know that I believe that their factory recalling looks like Ford took care of it. However, is this something that's going to linger? Is this something that I need to keep my eye on? Or is this, does this link back to, like you were saying, the turbo seals leaking? No, it, it's in it, the, the one with the cam phase. Um, that was, that was, uh, you would hear that, you would hear that when you first started up the car, when it was cold, you'd hear a, a, a ticking or rattle noise coming right. from, coming from the valve cover. And it was, and the repairs were, were pretty extensive. So I, I have to think once you're done, um, and it included everything, you know, from an oil pump on up, it seemed like to, to take care of that. So I think once that one's done, you know, not not an issue. Um, the like I said, the oil consumption one that can be that one's another one that um, Ford came out with a technical service bulletin on it. Um, that one was that one was a, a little bit different because there was a couple different things that it could be. Um, the one I saw tended to be related to the turbos. Um, but there was, there was also, there was also one where, um, there was a, um, a kind of a problem with, they said it was a, uh, and I'm just looking it up here. It says EcoBoost engine may exhibit excessive oil consumption with no visible leaks or diagnostics could, could, or may or may not generate a code. This may be due to a possible, uh, PCV valve issue, which is easy enough to correct. So, that one was again pretty easy. The the lingering one that I have that I have seen, but Ford hasn't come up with a bulletin or anything on it yet, is uh, internal turbo leaks. So, sure. I think right now at this point with the vehicle, it's uh, you know if you start it up and it it doesn't smoke and it's quiet, I think I think it'd be worth taking a try with it. Uh, I appreciate your yeah. your input. And I was just and I was just looking at the same time. You said this was a 2019, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was just know, I was just looking to see what Consumer Reports had to say, and yep. uh, they they gave they actually gave the engine above average ratings. Uh, the vehicle itself they gave slightly below average, uh, and it looks like what killed it was some of the in. Uh, in-car electronics and power equipment is what kind of knocked it, knocked it away. And um, let's see, also some noises and squeaks. But other than that, a bunch of green arrows, and most of them are better than average. Uh, so I would I would say overall, um, you know, not quite as reliable as a 2020 truck, but a whole lot more reliable, according to Consumer Reports, than a 2018. It's right in the middle. It sounds like the law of averages right there. It kind of does, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your two cents on that. Like I said, you know, I did my research, and I've looked at some other cars around that age, seeing if they had recalls. Yep. You know, if it was just kind of a blanket recall. But, you know, I know that I know the history on this car because I've, I've seen it, and it's been sitting a while because it's got high mileage, and everyone yep. here in Montana likes to drive new rigs. So it's concerns a lot of people, but I'm yep. of the thinking that, you know, maybe – that one's going to get passed up by somebody, and I can take a look at it. So take, I'm going to go take down and take a look at it and yeah. see see what I see what my gut tells me. There you go. 
There you go. And and ideal if you can if if it hasn't if you can get there in the morning first thing before anyone has started up and moved it, so you can give it give it a quick you know good listen and also um, you know check and make sure nothing's coming out of the tailpipe. Two van job it sounds like, so I might have to bring a a, a, a partner in crime with me to keep their eye on that. But that's there, there you go. I, I there appreciate you go. it. Okay. Well, John, thank you for all your for all your advice, and uh, I hope you and your family have a wonderful Easter weekend. Thank you so much. You as well. Take care. Bye bye. Biff, you tell me. Do we have time to get to John and Peabody before the break, or should we take the break now and get to all the callers afterwards? Let's. Why don't we go to break now and then just okay. and just because we right. got a big list, John. All so right. we've got a so, lot to get to. Hopefully, so, we can get to them all. And John, so John, Robert, next. Tom, stay right there. We Perfect. will be with you in just a couple of minutes. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening to North Shore 1049. If you're a people person looking for employment, Braga Management in Gloucester is hiring multiple positions at Azorian Restaurant and Bar, Braga Petroleum, and seven Duncan locations. All Braga stores offer full and part-time positions with plenty of available hours. If you're 16 and up, Braga has after-school and weekend shifts, paid training available for servers, food prep, sandwich makers, and sales associates. Join a great team at Area Braga Businesses. Pick up an application at any store, the Azorian, or visit bragamanagement.com. We make it easy. That's the Kelly way. Hello? Hi, Grampy. You're still picking me up from baseball tonight in the new Wagoneer, right? I want to impress my new girlfriend. Is it serious? Well, right now, you can lease a new 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 4x4 with zero down. That's right, zero down. 48 months for only $7.68 a month. I think that's impressive. I'm not trying to sell her a car. I just want her to like me. See you tonight. Gotta go. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. Hey, how's that for making it easy? AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bedtime story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream, even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade. How extreme! And oh, look at that. You just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys. It's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast, and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell. Because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. Participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. Raising your inner voice with Jay Fox. And after you get burned one time, you don't go back to the fire. Call in Sundays at 7. And that's true for any and each and every one of us. I start internalizing their thoughts. Sundays at 7. When in all honesty, it's not me. Raising your inner voice with Jay Foss. On your Shore 1049. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Let's go right over to John and Peabody. John, good morning. Good morning to you, John. In the mail, I got my AAA magazine yesterday. 
in those Oh, you did better than me. I think I stopped get. I think I think they stopped sending it to me, but well, I got it yesterday. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay, page thirty-six. They had some cars reviewed. The GMC Hummer EV pickup, one thousand horsepower. And let's talk about the crab walk. This unique feature uses four-wheel steering to allow the vehicle to move diagonally. What is that all about? Uh, you know, to me, it's an answer to a question no one ever asked. You know, does anybody really want a car to move? sideways like a crab i'm not so sure but it is kind of fun to watch i have seen it um and it is a it is a thousand horsepower battery electric vehicle and it has a ridiculous amount of torque i think when because they measure the torque at each one of the four wheels i think it's i i don't know how they come up with the number but i think it's like ten thousand foot pounds of torque um and it is as expensive as a bentley um, I think it starts at about a hundred grand and goes up from there. So, what's the advantage of moving diagonally? Um, and, you know, if you were off going off road somewhere and you were in between a tight, you know, tight rock thing, I guess if you wanted to juggle it sideways a little bit, I, again, I think it's one of those things that somebody said. Hey, let's you know we got four wheels. We got four wheel drive on this, and each wheel operates independently. Let's see if we can make it actually move sideways. I guess they did. Okay, that answers my question. It's a laugh and a half though for me, but what are you going to do? Well, ask John, and he's got all the answers every every time. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> all right, take care, John, and have, have a, a nice happy holiday. Easter. Yep, yeah, you too. Bye bye. And if you if you don't get enough car doctor content listening on Saturday mornings. Um, you can you can try car doctor radio if you search for that on Google or something, or go to johnfpaul.podbean.com and you have to do the http colon backslash backslash. Um, but johnfpaul.podbean.com and you can find some stuff that we haven't had on the air yet besides old programs because there's about 400 of them but you can also find this week I talked to uh, Ted Ryan the automotive historian for Ford uh, he was at the uh, New York Auto Show where they had Elvis Presley's Lincoln Mark II on display and we talked about that car and how that is truly timeless design uh, I talked with um, the marketing manager for Ford Mustang. It's the 58th anniversary of the Ford Mustang. We talked about Mustang pretty extensively. I talked to uh, somebody from uh, um, Auto Trader, the uh, Brian Moody from Auto Trader. He's the chief executive editor of Auto Trader about what's happening at the auto show. And also, I talked to uh, Paul Fernandez. Uh, who's been on this program before from the company Automotive Touch-Up about Automotive Touch-Up paint. And I learned also they have touch-up paint to match guitars. So if you have a Fender Stratocaster that needs to be repainted, they actually have the paint code for that, and they can send you paint for that. So a lot of stuff, a lot of extras on my podcast page. But right now, let's go to uh, Robert in Tingsboro. Good morning, John. Good morning, Robert. I hope there's enough time left. Yeah, I... Um Curious on the uh, wholesale and retail value of my truck, you know, 70, the 2014, yep. yep. the $74,000. Well, the dealer has been sending me emails. They always want to buy it. And they've got between 14000 and seventeen five as a wholesale trade. That seems yep. a little low. It, does, it, it With only because of the crazy prices vehicles right. are right now, 
Um, if I were you, I would go to um, like car gurus, IC cars, Auto Trader, one of those. Put in as close as you can find to your exact make and model, and see what it comes up with. See what dealers are looking to get for it. And I, you know, I've seen I've seen stuff. Um, I was talking to somebody just the other day that had your truck um, with more miles on it because they lived out in Texas, and they got they got almost they got almost what they paid for it when they bought it new. Yeah, that's so, what I'm thinking twenty two, yeah. twenty three yeah. thousand. Yeah. Now, when his his dad asked him, "Well, what'd you pay for the new one?" He's like, uh, "That's <laughs> another story." <laughs> You know, yeah, exactly. um, you know, and I think the new truck he bought was almost seventy-five grand. Ugh, too much. Not yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I say, quickly, they they're always trying to buy this truck, and they usually give me three months subscription to Sirius XM. I've gotten a half a dozen of them every time I go to the service department, and they want to reimburse me. But the bottom line is, they want me to buy a new truck. Right. They want right mine. Absolutely. They want the old one. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I read a story the other day in Automotive News, and uh, it talked about some dealers actually using radio not to sell cars but to buy cars. And it, it was like, uh, you know, the car dealers, instead of saying, hey, come on down and, and we'll sell you a car, it was the car dealers were saying, come on down and we'll buy your car because yeah, yeah. still cars are in short supply. And I was talking to uh, somebody, uh, the Brian Moody from Auto Trader. I said, how's... How's uh, vehicle supply looking? And he was at the auto show, and he was at Kia, and he was saying the same thing that they they are, uh, you know, they were hoping the supply chain issues would end. Now he seems to think, you know, we're going to be stuck in this sort of weird space with can't get enough vehicles till probably the beginning of next year. Yeah. So, so okay, I'll, uh, you know, I'll so you so the the money the money w would be if you can hold out till. They're starting to get some inventory back in. You might be able to get your premium price for your car as a trade-in and, and be able to negotiate a little bit hard on buying something. But right now, there's not enough product out there. So, uh, um, you know, Bob Bosworth, who runs the Quincy Sun, the little newspaper that uh, down in Quincy that I do some work with, um, he just recently bought a... Uh, bought a, a Mazda CX-9 because it's the only vehicle he, it, fit, it fits his needs, but it was the only vehicle he could find that he didn't pay over retail for. Everything else he oh. said he looked at, 5000 over retail. So it's a funny place right now. It is, yeah. Yep. Well, thanks for your input and okay. happy Easter All right. to you and Beth. Happy Easter to, to you okay. as well, Robert. Take care. Well, that music means we need to go. It's also a good reminder to say to everyone, happy happy holidays, whatever holiday you, whether it's Passover or Easter, whatever whatever it is. Uh, uh, hope you get to spend time with family and friends. Uh, Biff, happy Easter to you as well. Happy Easter to you as well, yeah. John. Uh, and until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And uh, if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.